Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Ask Your Industry podcast, episode 39. I'm Simon Kane, and for those of you new to the show, this is the podcast where I interview the most influential people from the worlds of stand-up, comedy, radio, TV, and today, Fringe Festivals. Chris Young and Jake Alexander have co-founded the Hastings Fringe Festival, which in 2016, which is the year this was recorded and put out, it was celebrating its first year. I got them on to talk about how hard it is to set up a Fringe Festival and the logistical nightmare that it seems to be along with any lessons they might have for anyone who wants to start their own one. I've had a few people contact me from different areas around the country who have said they're interested in starting a fringe festival or they're interested in starting uh, a scaled-down version of a festival and I felt like it would be a really interesting interview for people to get involved with. Also, I think it's really good for comedians to know the people behind the festivals and I've got a few others in the series on this one, including from Brighton, uh, Leicester and Edinburgh and I've got a few others coming on. So if you're enjoying these, please do subscribe. It's not all about festivals, this podcast, as I mentioned earlier on, but this particular episode is. I won't say too much more uh, as an introduction because I think it's a great episode and it's really useful for anyone who is interested in doing a festival that would build towards their Edinburgh. I really like the idea that their festival is something that they see as sort of the first rung towards someone who wants to build a show for Edinburgh. And it feels like they've really planned it that way, from the amount that it costs to register, to the barriers involved, to the length of time that you can do, so it's not all just one-hour shows. I I think it's a really great idea. So if you know someone who is thinking about writing a show, please pass it on to them, or anyone who you think might be interested in the festival, or starting their own one in general. If you are enjoying these episodes, and you're getting any value out of them, please do consider giving it a review in iTunes. They all help out, and future guests are reading them, and I say this all the time, but genuinely, it would really help. So if you have 10 seconds in the middle of your day, just quickly write it down on your today list, and please just write a review. If you can't spare the two minutes to write a review, just log in and click however many stars you think the show is worth. All the reviews and ratings really help with the charts, so anything you can offer would be really great. Just very quickly want to say, if you are around in London on the 26th of January 2016, please do consider coming to my solo show at the Comedy Cafe Theatre. It is free, it is a one-off showing at the moment, and I would really appreciate it. I've got 100 tickets to sell, as it were. They're free, but 100 tickets to sell. So if you can come, please do. I'm not going to plug it too much. It's my Edinburgh 2015 show called Buddhism and Cats. If you have already seen it, 
and you don't want to come see it again if if you think it was good please tell a friend and if you thought it was rubbish tell an enemy either way works for me they're just audience to me so yeah please do come down and if you come down from the podcast do come say hi i'd love to know like who's coming down and and meet people who are listening because otherwise the download figure just feels like a number and i'd rather know who is listening and who isn't without any more delays this is chris and jake you want to start now yeah, yeah. so um it's recording so yeah um we decided to start Hastings uh, Fringe Festival I remember when uh, I came up to your house and we sat you and Joel were in there um, and I came up and just really guys guys we, we just start I, can't I just come back from a, a Brighton um, Fringe show from a friend of mine who's doing a, doing a couple of days down there and it was just a normal venue and I've never been to Edinburgh so I kind of expected Edinburgh to be, have these kind of like beautifully staged settings i thought the brighton might be the same when i got invited to a to a fringe show i thought it would be like this kind of and it was just kind of a staged venue downstairs in a, in a bar and it worked really well so i thought i come back t- to your house and was like guys you've got to listen to this idea and they were just like chris shut up because i talk too much and uh, i told them that i want to do a, a fringe festival in hastings and then you you kind of said that you know, have you have you got any comedians? And I spoke about sourcing comedians from various online services, like say the Comedy Collective, and gigging and kind of giving hang out business cards. And people just started kind of inquiring and, and kind of emailing me saying, I, I, "If you've got this off the ground, I would love to come down." And then we thought we would need some venues. We're going to need venues and kind of everything, isn't it? Really, it, um, was, it, it was. Yeah, it but was, we. St- um, I think. You was more manic than what me and me and Joel normally knew, so we knew there was an idea coming. Mm. We knew there was an idea coming for Chris. Um, so, like Chris said, yeah, he come up come up to my flat. We was all just sitting down, relaxing. Chris put forward the idea of a comedy festival in Hastings. Like Chris said, first first thing we said, where are the comedians coming from? Is you know, which is quite crucial, really, when you're running a comedy festival. Um, and obviously, he explained about the comedy collective um, and you know how how we can contact you and kind of network on there um we've already we basically hastings has the perfect um perfect place for a fringe type festival in in hastings old town it's about 300 yards long george street and the high street with about a dozen or so pubs or bars um uh, my parents have a couple of businesses in the old town plus grew up around there so kind of networked with some people already and a half-baked idea kind of turned into something didn't it really and we went for it and you know things are coming along really well i think like the main reason why is i thought no one's booking me so i can make my own festival no it's not, no, <laughs> it wasn't like that I, honestly apart from brighton um there isn't anything else in the southeast that showcases other and there's such strong comedians in the southeast there's a an up-and-coming festival in margate now but brighton and there isn't anything is there really so we decided that we'd, we'd set it up and i think so the question is like why we set it up was because i think we just wanted to get some comedians in our town and just showcase their talents i mean mm. the brighton based london based comedians are i think some of some of the best that i've seen for a while and i mean others out there i'm not saying that manchester and liverpool i'm going to segregate your listeners but you know <laughs> i've never been past london to see any shows so I'm, I'm a bit biased about that but most of the acts that we've come down some from manchester liverpool yeah. um Edinburgh, Scotland, all over Scotland. So, um, yeah, so the question is why. I think it was because we wanted to have something like Brighton in a smaller version in our in our hometown, really. And, and, oh, sorry. and uh, yeah, I think it's important to say we're, we're, Chris is obviously a comedian. 
Um, I'm not, but I'm a fan. You know, I'm a massive fan of comedy. Of Chris or comedy? Okay. Uh, of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, what he does is not comedy. No, I'm uh, it is comedic. I suppose. <laughs> um, no, of course it is. He's 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 a great stand-up. Um, but also Hastings, you know, has a lot going for it. But there's nothing. There's never been anything like this in Hastings, and we're proud to be kind of the founders of it really and we're very passionate about it and um so far it's taken off and it's working and there's been a massive buzz about it and yeah we're excited we're excited for june we're we're working very very hard obviously we've got we work full-time anyway and a lot of our spare time is concentrating on getting this up and running and so far so good the pubs are on board we've got quite a few comedians about 90 or so comedians already registered um, we're welcoming more and yeah people people need to inquire any comedians just need to get on board with us and just register outside of the festival oh, I was going to say outside of the festival time what's the circuit like down there because by the sounds of it there's not the the biggest circuit in Hastings for I don't town. think that I, there isn't really a you're on about outside of the the town's kind of calendar no as in like in Hastings what are there many gigs going on like professional or open mic what's the, the circuit the, down there I mean since I, I've been doing comedy for just over a year and when I first started out there was uh, two kind of comedy venues that were in that were in Hastings and they were run pretty well and, and one of them died off and the other ones you know it's going okay but there isn't anything where comedians in Hastings and that can showcase their talents you know I've gigged in, in Brighton more times I've gigged in my own hometown so for me, I was kind of like, that's, there's, there is some good comedians in Hastings, and I think I wanted to kind of put something on for, I mean, for them to kind of showcase as well. But the, um, yeah, is that kind of answer your question? I think it's important to say though that you know, as in terms of professional comedians, we have the White, white Rock Theatre, um, and yeah, quite regularly there's you know touring comedians that will perform down there. Yeah, there's many, many shows throughout the year. I think Bill Bailey's performing in two days after The Fringe, isn't he, down at the White Rock? Um, so there is that. But in terms of kind of, yeah, this kind of underground stand-up circuit, it is, it is every now and then something could pop up, but nothing to the level to that, you know, everyone's sort of talking about and buzzing about, um, but which this will hopefully change that, change that scene within Hastings. So is this... Is this festival specifically targeted at comedians who are not currently doing so for example arena tours are we looking at like new blood yeah, as it were i think um we'd love to attract in the future obviously bigger names but i think the main thing of the fringe the unique selling point is that i i love doing stand-up but i know i haven't got an hour so i kind of set the fringe up so i wanted people who have got a good a good solid 20 40 to come down and be like look i haven't got the money as well to go up to edinburgh or you know the, the hour solid hour set that you're going to need so a lot of people have inquired and said Look, I'm a newcomer we've got a newcomer venue which is kind of specialises in like 50 minute 20 minute kind of shows we can't really call a show for 20 minutes but they want to come down and, and have, have a poster and, and get involved and, and give them the taste of what it's like to have a a kind of fringe experience but for for not having that solid hour which they probably work to in, in years to come so like, for me I'm going to do a show um which will be a good a good forty minutes, but not the hour that that most people tend to do up in Edinburgh and Brighton. So. How many venues do you have now? Uh, ten venues. Ten venues, and ten one of them venues. specifically for new. We've got a, a venue specifically for newcomers, so that on in the brochure, um, it would be um, 
down like, like a competition as well but the venue will, will be for newcomers so that people can get an idea of it's going to be short 15 minute sets or 20 minute shows and not a full sit down hour so whether they choose to have a poster they will all be in the brochure everyone that's in that's registered will be in the brochure so if you want to do a 15 minute 20 minute set you can have a 40 word write up for that because it gives you the kind of I don't know the urge to kind of go do you know what I'm going to do this but I'm going to work on more and more and then and then you know we want us to be the kind of step up to the other other festivals um, whether it's Brighton or Edinburgh or any other or Leicester um, or anything like that so yeah I mean um, so we've got a about 10, 10 venues at the moment a variety of bars and pubs are in the old town and like I said before it's all within about 300 yards of each other um, I think every pub and bar in the old town has got something different about it that it can bring um, and it'd be good to try and kind of allocate each comedian possibly each style to the style of the bar as well um, we've got three stage venues and the rest of bars um and it's just gonna it's just gonna feel like a fringe. It's gonna feel like a mini fringe. I mean, there's starting at the end of George Street, you've got a pub called the Albion, and then five or six pubs are involved going down George Street, hook a left, go up towards the Jenny Lynn, um, and that's kind of where it's ending, all within like a short distance of each other. So people can kind of come and go as they want, and it's important to say that every, every you know it's free entry as well, which is really important to us. We wanted to kind of make that paramount. Then we so like the community can get involved as much as they can. Yeah. One, go on, sorry, okay. go on. No, go on. Um, I was I was looking at this map that we've drawn. <laughs> yeah. On on the train up here, we've drawn this map of where the venues are, and I was thinking I was going to say about people seeing it, but it's a podcast, and yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. But in my head, I think people, if you could see this map, it's actually quite a good map. Every venue is within every every venue is within like 300, 300 yards of the whole lot. So when you start off at the, the top venue the Jenny Lind and work your way down to the Albion this is only 300 yards so it's going to be locked in it, and this is this road <laughs> this road here you can't see it there's a, ro- there's a road called George Street which is which <laughs> I was just thinking I could totally put this in the show notes but you've probably got a better map on your website yeah. so it doesn't make any sense yeah, to have um, this, yeah um, this, this road this road that I'm pointing to I think to be fair we haven't got a better map. <laughs> this is, this is what Simon, got. this is our map. I'm you know. sorry, I didn't realise. I didn't mean to play down your map. No, we, we're obviously we're going to do a better map, but this is our map so that we can um, compartmentalise what's going on. But the, the road here is, is, a, is a closed road. So yeah. this here will be full of kind of uh, tables and, and there'll be no kind of traffic mm-hmm. going down. And people will just mingle and, and just see a show in one venue, cross the road, see a show in the other, what's going on. And, and, and the whole thing will be just like a buzzing beehive of comedic activity. And... Well, there was two questions that came out of what you just said. So, well, yeah. you, the whole thing's taking place over a weekend, right? Uh, no, it's the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, June twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. Sorry, I thought it was uh, over Sunday as well. Um, so it's, yeah. ba- it's basically having at the back end of the week, though. Yeah. And yeah. you've been to you've been to Brighton Festival, both of you. Mm-hmm. For me, when I went to Brighton, yeah. it was very hard to get into a festival vibe because everyone's commuting back from work, especially on sort of you know the middle of the week. How are you going to make the festival vibe, especially for people who maybe are at work? And, and yeah. you know I, know, I know it's all within a very short space of uh, geographical... Let me start again. I know it's all within a very small geographical space, but how is, yeah. how is it going to feel more? So in the, on, the, on the Thursday, um, I went, most shows start around about 7 or 8 o'clock. So it'd be like, hour, if it's an hour show, if the venue's got an hour show, it'll be maybe... 7 till 7.50 with a 10 minute turnover and then 8 and then 9 and then 10 and then some venues that can accommodate later will go on later um, so we wanted it to be so that people can finish work 
go home. I mean, Hastings is quite a small community. Go home. I mean, people come from outside of town as well, which is obviously we're going to look at that as well. If you finish work at five o'clock, you've got two hours to get down um, to stop the start of the fringe. But most people that we spoke to, um, we've spoke about timing-wise, was at seven o'clock, eight o'clock. I mean, most comedians have asked for eight or nine, to be fair. Not eight, nine, ten, or eleven. Um, there's kind of quite rarely any sevens at the minute. So when we when we place everyone this month to be fair um, it probably it probably start from 8 o'clock anyway so you've got a good 3 hours to kind of get yourself home changed showered washed and come do some good comedy yeah, I, th- I think the the only follow up question to that would be is when I go home at the end of the day if I haven't got a gig I stay at home <laughs> do, you, do you I mean are the Hastings quite big on like going back out are they well yeah um, <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna be obviously it's going to be the middle of uh, towards the end of June, so it's going to be a nice sort of warm summer vibe. June in Hastings is beautiful. Um, George Street's a cobbled street, um, so to sort of answer your question about how is it going to feel like a festival vibe, the old town is known for throwing mini festivals. We have a Jack in the Green festival. It's bus. It's absolutely buzzing. We have Pirate Day. Uh, I don't know if you knew that Hastings holds the world record for. Most people dressed up as a pirate in one, one place. I was not aware of that, no. Google it, and you should all come to the next one. Um, so, yeah, so basically, George Street and High Street, when this is, when this is the case, is just, it's, it's, it's buzzing. It's buzzing, right. and that's what we were aiming to get across. We also have a Mardi Gras, uh, Fat Tuesday it's called, which is banned. It's similar. Right. I mean, a couple of people said, oh, yeah, so this is a Fat Tuesday for comedy. Not really, because it's, um, it's comedy. Yes, we're yeah. using the same pubs, and you know what I mean, people can come and go. But it will feel, I guarantee anyone, you know, will, won't come away from this thinking that it doesn't feel like a comedy festival. Mm. Yeah. I mean, people are going to be at home and they're going to, I mean, like I said, the Fat Tuesday, you don't know what Fat Tuesday is, do you? So you just drop I, well, to... I know it's a Mardi Gras. Yeah, well, it's, it's basically like, they're pretty much the same venues that we've picked here, but they pick, they pack them full of bands rather than comedians. And they have like, is it five or 6,000 printed brochures? Yeah. And, it, and I think last year it attracted, what, 7,000 people? It does, it's huge. Over the, over, is it one day, isn't it? Or two days? Uh, it's over four days, but um, it's over four days. But the, the Tuesday is the kind of main, the main band day. But there's other stuff happening leading up to it as well. Um, but yeah, ours is ours is going to be different. It's comedy, you know. It's in, and it's also in the middle of the summer. It's going to have a completely different feel to it. So, as much as I would love to promote Fat Tuesday, it's an amazing festival. This is different, and this is strictly about the laughs. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's going to be so many posters on on windows on this street it's gonna like a closed down argos the amount of like or like a 70 percent off soccer um sports soccer black friday cl- cl- yeah black friday closing down so this whole rose like a comedian's closing down sale <laughs> i am um, you mentioned that it's all free as in the yeah. entire fringe festival is free shows yeah. why is that important to you as in to free to get in well you you said that it's really important that all the shows are free and that that the, the community can take part as much as they want you also said that there's sort of you know paid shows going on like Bill Bailey coming around and stuff yeah. why is free so important to you I think when we look at other festivals when they charge something minimal like two or three pounds I think for me you either get um, some big names and charge a, a decent uh, kind of ticket price or you or you scrap it completely and I think I'd rather I would rather as a comedian myself prefer a room a 60 or 70 people in a room that are paid nothing that might give me a donation at the end or you've taken three pounds off of 25 people and for me that was I think and with the community as well if you want to go and see if you want to go and see 15 shows you want to go see 15 shows you you might end up paying you know 60 70 quid Mm. Or you know, if, if it's free, I think uh, I think to, to, and to get a big fan base, I think people go. Do you know what? I enjoyed myself. I went down there. I got 
you know mm. I saw six or seven good shows and it was all for free and then, and then people go back and tell their friends and they come down and say look there's some free comedy this guy called blah 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 is coming you know playing down there you've got to see you've got, you've got to see this guy's show he's playing again tomorrow how much is it it's nothing and then, and then that's how you get I'd prefer packed street and I think the venues for this to happen again the next year the venues going to say Chris you, you just pack my venue out thank you very much or there was 15 guys in there playing a fiver each and they're not going to come back next year so that was mm. I wanted to be, and obviously the comedians were saying to us and most of them know the deal between kind of paid venues a lot of them, a lot of them is donation at the end um, I mean some of them are ticketed but a lot of them said, as long as I can do a as long as I can do a, a whip round donation at the end and, each, and in the brochure each page will say at the bottom of it you know donations welcome from shows mm. and because they know it's going to be free and it's quite hard to walk out of a show when you've seen an hour an hour show and gone thank you very much when you're standing at the front door with a bucket or a well and boot so mm. yeah uh, yeah I completely agree obviously it's um it's attractive, isn't it? You know, you're 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 aware that there's free comedy going on, many many shows happening at the same time as well. You know, it's for me. If I wasn't organising it, I'd be all over it. You know, and I'll be promoting it as much as I can with, with my friends and family because it's it's important to us that it is free. And then it's kind of free flowing as well in the bars. People can have their choice about who they want to see. We kind of had like it in our heads that people be like, oh yeah, let's go see this show. That was amazing. Who's on down there? Let's go into there. You know, instead of thinking, oh yeah, who's got three quid? You know, and just it just seems easier for us. And I don't know. It may, I think it makes us feel a bit better actually not charging. I mean, what it what it isn't free is organising it. That isn't free. Um, so I'm not sure what the next question to be. But if it's definitely thanks to how much did it cost? It's not as much as you think. I think if you think how much it costs to set up a fringe we, we've done it on on a budget this year um uh, one thing is the venues don't really trust us that we come up with the goods i think is 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 the typical answer they're quite unsure that we could we could essentially pack enough comedians to do enough which was talking about about 200 shows a lot of them are kind of skeptical that two guys from hastings could come up with, with a number like that and i think we're, we're going to hit that target i think of 200 shows um so we asked them for a minimal amount of money to get a brochure printed. We got we got a quote for um, a printing company for about about four thousand printed coloured sixteen page brochures, and now have all the comedians in there, write ups, stories, backstories about how we how we got to this stage. Once we hit that figure, we we divide that figure by by ten, and we approach each venue with with that figure, um, and then they're willing to pay it. They're like, brilliant, we're going to pay that. Um, and then we, all we are, we wanted to, to we tried to do it free so that comedians were free to enter. I wanted it to be that it'd be free, but we we come up the figure of a tenner, ten pounds, because we didn't want to fleece comedians. I'm poor as it is. If if I wanted to do a, if another fringe, I didn't even trust. Quite an, it's quite a, it's a new fringe. Would you pay thirty, forty, fifty pounds? I wouldn't part of that money, but for a tenner to get you in the brochure to help market that, um, and for posters, that's the kind of how we how we kind of develops it really trying to try do it on a, on a budget without breaking anyone's bank beyond the uh, the posters and the brochure how much media coverage is this festival getting and, and how much support is it going to be getting from say reviewers and local area or publications um we we're quite lucky in hastings we've got a couple of good newspapers um there's one that's a couple of years old called the hastings independent um and we're actually getting interviewed by them next week and they're going to interview us i think kind of leading up to it as well like yeah maybe monthly or every fortnight kind of the progress around it uh facebook page uh is going strong there's new likes every day um 
this this podcast you know you can't you can't we can't not a couple of million that. hits yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of million hits we expect the town to be flooded after they hear the podcast um got a really big hastings fan base have you no yeah <laughs> <laughs> after this maybe oh, maybe um so in yeah, terms of like media coverage that that's where we're at really we're keeping it local we're keeping it organic with with the independent newspaper that's kind of come up recently um so yeah that's where we're at with with coverage at the moment but um i don't think we we thought about approaching news companies possibly things take off you know in a, in a couple of months maybe approach kind of like a nationwide newspaper maybe the guardian or something like that but that nothing's we haven't even gone down that route yet but so far we feel like we've got enough don't we i remember uh, approaching the council and we sat down with them and they were like first thing we walked in was there's no money they literally we, we, yeah. we walked in hoping well, we, we, walk, like, we, walked, out. we walked we walked in like thinking this is going to go really well and the first thing he said was not even take your coat off just there's no money so right then we realised we had an uphill struggle about how we're going to get funds what they did say to us is that they're going to put it on their official calendar mm. which is pretty huge isn't it really because their their calendar has got so much you know um, different festivals going on to it and for them to say look we haven't got any money but we are going to market this and media it on our on our web page and posters and in the town hall and, and just plaster it right mm. and uh, yeah I think it's important that the council are on board uh, it's it's the 950th anniversary of the Battle of Hastings uh, yeah. this year mm. how did Chris forget that I thought I'd get that in there mate I know um, that well, even Simon knew that there is a new mint coming out there uh, is a new mint have you seen the new mint 50p coin Battle of Hastings on it as well as the kick-ass Shakespeare ones. Um, You're really appealing to the demographic of this podcast right sorry now. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, but anyway, really it'll be in everyone's pocket. <laughs> fans out there. <laughs> well, there's got to be someone who will come down and just go, hey, guys, if you've got that new coin, chuck it in my bucket <laughs> yeah. at the end. That's, a good, that's good, right? Don't yeah. you fucking steal that, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, only, I only accept those coins. They're yeah. 50 pence pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I only accept 500 of them at a go. <laughs> but, I mean, it's important. I mean, the, the first Comedy Fringe is on, you know, it is huge. 950th anniversary about the Hastings 1066 um, so it's a big year for the council and for them for them to promote it promote our, our festival for free you know it's huge because it, it would attract people to the town just because of that anniversary I'm not sure what happened in June though the fight when was the battle I'm not sure October October mm. oh, if it happened in June the 23rd we could say that it actually happened on this day nearly a century like a century a thousand years ago it might still slightly of the thunder there though because it was quite you know that's quite an established historical event and now you know what I mean like, it's, like, it's like if you were born on like 9-11 or something you don't want to you don't want to try and take the crowd away from that because it's not going to happen. I mean, if, is it, it? if yeah. the comedy goes really well and everyone riots, we could just blame it on the, the ambiance of the fact that it's 950 years and people want to release some sort of in like, like some. We blame it on the um, English heritage card card holders. <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid scapegoat, guys. That's dangerous English heritage. <laughs> Sorry, if anyone's listening that has an English heritage card, uh, I mean nothing by it. You are all brilliant. <laughs> you you mentioned before uh, that, yeah, like for a tenor, comedians might buy into it. It's the first year of the whole thing and stuff. And you were telling me before that you've been in comedy for two... Well, you've been performing for two years. Uh, no, since uh, November... Yeah, so a year and like three months. A year and three months. Yeah, yeah. And what would you... Say, say someone was being particularly cynical and they said, you've been going a year and three months you're probably like you said someone's probably going oh you're probably starting this to get yourself some extra spots what would be your kind of response for uh, that twat I wasn't yeah that's <laughs> I wasn't gonna I wasn't I'm just covering it now before I someone does yeah, you that, if you're listening and you think that that's fine I wasn't gonna um, 
I wasn't going to put my show in it. I'm writing a new show for it now. No, but I was when I first started out. I wanted to do it for other people. Um, I, I do gig a fair amount, uh, and I've never wrote a show or done a show. But I wanted to do Bryson, but I didn't think I was at that level. I I'm nowhere near affordable wise to go into Edinburgh. So I thought it, this this is a good platform for me. So if I'm going to do a show for for 45 minutes this year, and then the following year try and get up to Edinburgh and do it that's brilliant that's that's propelled me like it propelled someone else someone else is coming in and going do you know what I'm quite terrified of Edinburgh and I'm quite terrified of Brighton and Leicester but let's try Hastings as my first ever step to that I've just done half an hour loved it and then they're booking in Edinburgh if I if, if our fringe causes people to do that then that's that's worthwhile for me really because I think that's what's going to propel me for me to put money into Edinburgh and quite an unknown area for someone to be gigging a year I'm not going to risk that so the reason why I put a festival for myself is that I want to try and do something for myself as well as others, really. But I wasn't going to start out and do it, but it ended up me going, do you know what? I'll, I'll do, I'm going to write a show for myself. It's my own festival, you know? I'm going to put myself on Friday night at 8pm. But I'm not doing that. I, I've, I've given the, one of the best spots to the people that started first, really. Rather than say 9pm on a Friday night is taken, because I'm doing a show there, I've, I'm going to book all the comedians in, and whatever slot is left is the way I'll put my show. I'm not going to be greedy and, and, and highlight it and, and, and hog, you know, that would be a bit narcissistic. Um, yeah, so that's... And, and do you think the fact that you've not performed at another festival before, sort of, because it could be an advantage in the fact that you don't have sort of uh, a preconception on how you want it to be because you're like, I want it to be a duplicate of Brighton or whatever. Yeah. Or it could be a disadvantage in the fact that you, like you said, you went and watched the show there and you went, oh, this would be amazing to do, but you've not got the logistical idea of how to process how it would work yeah that could be a positive i suppose because it, it comes as a fresh new fringe i mean each, each one's different i mean uh, the, the way that brighton was set up was brilliant i think and I, I kind of replicated that more than any other fringe i mean um some of the venues we've got i picked have been have got their own style it's quite important i wanted them to have their own stage i wanted them to be kind of downstairs not just in a in a bar with an open open door you can just walk in so kind of handpicked them really on terms of of what i've seen from other fringes um and just kind of went from there really um and what, what would you say makes the hastings or will be making the hastings fringe different like what would what's yeah. your sort of unique selling point for performance and for audience i think it's i've been to other fest went to a, a comedy festival not gonna say where it is but they were they're so far away we, i did a gig i did a competition um in that festival and then we spent about another 45 minutes walking to another venue like you, you can you can see all of our venues from, from with a 20 yard walk and you can probably you know hear the commotion going on you can probably hear laughs coming in one room and hear laughs coming from another room mm. when when we went to a, first, uh, a festival before I, I walked from 20 minutes to each venue and I got again I got annoyed of it and I think I'll, what our, the unique point is it's so close to sometimes there'd be three or four venues in a row and there'd be comedy going on downstairs or upstairs or in there at, at that time, at any one time. So there'll always be comedy on, anywhere, you know, everywhere. So it's going to be a bit manic, really, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to pass the mic over him just for that, and he was waiting for ages to say that. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty manic, and, you know, it's, it's, getting, more, it's getting more serious now, so I'm, I'm enjoying that, yeah. Okay, and... Other festivals, I know in Edinburgh, for example, flyering's not an issue. Kind of, the streets are pretty much carte blanche. You can fly whenever. Have you got? Do you need like a license to fly at your ones, or is it like because it's only on one specific area? Is there? 
problems logistically for performers who, especially ones that maybe can't get there, maybe they need to get a few hours early and fly it. I mean, yeah. what's what's the way that, that we works? said to people about, and, and part of the ten pound registration was that the people would would send us a digital copy of their uh, flyer or poster, and that we'd print that, and we'd print that and ahead of the venue put their post up in the venue a few days before weeks before so people know what's going on and outside in this whole street there's like these four foot bollards that go every like eight eight meters to stop cars from crashing into the to these buildings when they do allow taxis and stuff through and out in either side of them we're going to sandwich a quite a large board and then staple everyone's posters on with an arrow saying that they're going to be in it or what time they're going to be in so it could be you know mr smith 8 p.m so their post will be on under it will be a will be a time mm. Um, and if that, I mean, we've got some people from various media centres that I mean, no one's really sent us any flyers as yet. They're probably still designing them, but I don't think it's going to be an issue. If they sent us, a, if someone sent me a thousand flyers, I would put them thousand flyers in the venue that they're going to be performing at. If they if they mm. if they sent to me and said, look, can you print this off? I'd probably print off a thousand of them. Um, probably not a thousand to be fair. Maybe two hundred, maybe, mm. and and stick it in 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 that venue they're going to be in. So someone's drinking that venue can be like they're going to be in like a month. I'm not going to go see them. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Um, I think like, leading up to, you know, the, the weeks leading up to it, they're like Chris said, there will be flyers and posters within the bars, and we'll be hoping that the landlords will be promoting the shows within the bars as well. Um, so I don't think, I, I mean, there's going to be enough about to know what's going on in terms of posterage and stuff like that. But I think flyer wise, I, I don't think it's going to be an issue, really, is it? And um, our brochures, we have got, our brochures going to be free. So we have like we have like four or five thousand printed brochures. So they're going to be free. Um, and they're going to be put in each venue, the commons, each 10 venues. We'll probably have about 500 each. So whoever's going in there up until that festival will be like, oh, there's a brochure here. People, the people who are unlucky enough not to know it's even going on at that stage, which is going to be rare, would be like, what's this pile of brochures on, on the bar? Oh, it's a comedy festival. I'll open it up. And I take one away from them and be like, let's go and plan our fringe. Let's go and circle this guy here. Then he finishes at eight. Let's go circle that guy there. And that's going to be free. So I think people spoke about, why don't you charge a pound for the brochure? Well, I'd rather all 5,000 go than 100 people buying for a pound so for me it's going to be you know free to come in it's going to be free for, why would you not come down to a free fringe with free brochure free it's just going to be yeah mm. well, if we okay so say someone's listening to this and they think oh this sounds like fun my town bob minton right they want to i don't know if that's a real place or not but they, they want to start a festival from chris running into their flat saying i'd really like to do that right to where you are now what were the what were the steps that were involved the, and yeah. what was the hardest part up to this point unless like the hardest yeah. part is to come so, <laughs> so for the people of Bobminton <laughs> no uh, yeah so the, I mean, the first stage was kind of admissible Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. That's PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That we're going to do a fringe. And then we decided to... Who's that guy? Kevin Borman from the uh, every every council every council hasn't got a Kevin Borman. I'd say that he's from Hastings Council, isn't he? Mm. He's the PR. <laughs> he's the PR guy from and he we sat down with him. Um, he kind of okayed it, didn't he? I mean, you've got to go through some. You can't just turn up and go. We're going to do a festival in the streets, and the council the council have to know about it. I think there's regulations around if you ex- if you suspect more than 500 people. You have to have uh, what was that? There's a bit of paper you got to fill out to say that. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's a bit of paper you got to fill out. A risk assessment to say oh, that yeah, you're, yeah. you you are expecting this number of people and how you're going to deal with that. So each venue has got their own liability insurance. If you're going to have like street performers, which we have, we steered clear away because there's quite a lot of PR PR, quite a lot of red tape around people performing in the street. We wanted like you know people with. Mm angle grinders and stuff and grinding bits of metal on themselves and stuff like that but mm. that was kind of me and my uh, drunken Saturday night we could have jugglers Jake let's have jugglers people <laughs> people lying in the streets with I wanted people to draw on the floor with chalk like for Mary Poppins and like, I wanted like I wanted that, that but again that was my idea of what I wanted my friends to be like this kind of but I know that community is about why is Chris organised chalk drawers outside my festival I think that could potentially happen though couldn't it <laughs> it, it really could year two yeah, yeah year two perhaps um but yeah, the, like the process um, and the barriers. Like you say, the barriers probably are are people trusting in us enough. Do you know what I mean? To commit to perform. Yeah, um, which is understandable. This is the first time this is this has ever happened in Hastings. You know, and people might look at it and think, "Is that is that for real?" You know, and I like to think now with with what we've had planned so far, and now with this podcast, that people will know that it's real and. And inquire again, you know, but um, that's kind of been the main barrier, really, isn't it? I think I'm gonna five steps one, decide you're gonna have a festival, two, can you get hold of enough comedians? That's the that is the first question. I is can I get hold of enough comedians good, to accommodate good, good, good comedians? Good, yeah. good throw comedians that word in, yeah, to accommodate that. And then once I thought and knew that I could, I then approached the venues and said, I can get hold of. Very good comedians. Just keep adding adjectives. How do you feel about some very, very good comedians mm-hmm. being in, in your venues? And, we sat, and had, a, had, a, had, a, had a, and they said, you know, if you can do it, then we'll, we'll accommodate that. And under our insurance, and it's no different to them. Kind of, they, they kind of pay to hire bands, and a lot of them are set up for to have kind of microphones and mixers and and things so it, it literally is a bit like sims really just kind of picking up picking out a person and, and putting them in a, mm. in a in a bedroom or a, or a stage um and bedroom. You know, in sims you know people pick up a person oh, okay. you can drop them drop them anyway so, you, so i park bed lines, you just pick up a comedian and just drop them in the venue and um and not hope that it works because it does work but it, it, that kind of how you mentalize it and how you're going to start fringes can you get enough comedians can you get the venues can the venues accommodate it? it's no good doing it on a four stacked pallets in the middle of you know a, a building mm. site it's got to be it's got you know because comedians like 
I, I did it so would I perform there when I when I picked the venue would I perform in that venue would I and if if, if I was if, I, if a comedian was in there would I also go in there and watch comedy if it wasn't me performing and if both of them ticked yes then that venue was in you know if it was a you know a, a bottom of a brewery somewhere you know then that's like but if, if the venue if I would watch comedy in there it's yes and would I perform there yes that venue was in because mm. I, I look at it from my point of view some of the places you're coming up with like Jake no 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 like on a rooftop you know, or like, or like well, well, well what was We're it not the Beatles here like, were you? or like a, <laughs> hang on a minute <laughs> when did I say that <laughs> Chris is just making that a rubbish we, up we were saying that uh, Bob's blunderbuss was potentially going to I think I think that's still a great idea if blunderbuss is still willing to, uh, to you know blunderbuss we really um, should get back in contact that was quite an early poignant part of the uh, of the calendar we spoke to you about that so. yeah it was but the, what, the venues that we've got are great they are great, and uh, people will see that. Um, you know, I think another barrier is like the anxiety around it, and all, isn't it? You know, like we're committed to this now. We are committed, and you know, we don't want to let anyone down. And I had long hair. Like Chris had long hair. I'm losing my beard. It's just all gone mad. I do. The stress you put me under. Um, By the way, I've got a much funnier show than that happening at this festival. Just don't ta- don't assume that's my joke. Um, Simon, Simon asked you to put me in the best venue, um, or he will not do his podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, the venue that you've got four thousand seats, yeah. The venue, the venue that you've got on the beach, <laughs> chairs on the roof, on the roof. <laughs> it wasn't that on the roof. The venue that you've got um, is actually, is actually um, renovating. A downstairs area for this fringe so for, for the sake of the podcast listener he's showing me the map again um <laughs> <Yes>. podcasters <laughs> listeners um yeah so for, for this venue for this venue here i'm pointing to this is turning to an advert for my show but carry on i'm fine with it yeah, <laughs> um is going to be um downstairs at this venue is going to be kitted out for this fringe so a stage going in a sound system's going in there's going to it probably be about 60 or 70 seater um and it's yeah. So because we approached them with that, the guy was like, "Do you know what? I'm gonna that's, that's encouraged me to renovate my property." You know, um, yes, yeah, so I put you in that venue there. Yeah, it sounds like from what you're saying, all the venues are pretty much behind this, and and I think that's key. When when you run a night, I've run a night in London before, and I've obviously interviewed quite a lot of promoters, and they all pretty much say if if it's not your if you don't own the venue, you need the venue to be on side. Yeah, and it and it feels like I mean, are they contractually obliged to? Like they can't drop out last minute, is what I'm saying, or, or they can't just change their. Oh, mind. they could. Oh, they could. But uh, <laughs> I think it's such a nice community down there. Um, I mean, you're an old towner. Um, Jake's dad's an old towner. Owns a couple of properties down there, so a couple of businesses, and um, so they're all kind of interlinked with. They're not, gonna, they're not really going to pull out. I think. I think, and the cost of it as well. We're we're putting a, quite a, a good amount of comedians in there for not a lot of money, mm. um, and they're and they're quite excited about it as well that they're thinking hang on a minute it's in the middle of june apart from music and, and other beer goers there's nothing else that's different and also we're coming along with we we've got some really good comedians and they're like i want to see i, I want to be there mm. every one of these landlords from these venues is going to be there for, for for the comedy none of them are like going to be away in london they're coming down from wherever they are and own the property to, to, for, for this because they're so excited by it okay that's pretty cool and you sort of avoided it, but what is the hardest part of starting a festival? Hard, hardest part of starting a festival? I mean, in terms of not knowing, not if you've got enough networking and money, I think that's, I think that's the hardest part. If you can tick the fact that... I mean, it's not the fact that it needs money. You, ne- you need to have some sort of marketing strategy. You can't just say, I'm going to start a festival and just do it on a Facebook page. I don't, I don't I, you know, because you'll, you'll get 400 likes and two will turn up. So I think the hardest part is 
probably getting the network inside out of the way. If you if you can get a good network, I think that's probably the hardest hump you're gonna. And and the fact you got you got to try and find 150 comedians. To be fair, that was my biggest fear, really. Uh, like I said, I said to Chris, well, so how are we going to get the comedians? You know, yeah, it's very, very good comedians. Yeah, very, very, very good comedians. You can find how 150 we, comedians anywhere in London, by the way. You can, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Or even in Hastings, probably, if you looked hard <laughs> enough. But, um, yeah, obviously, I think that is, yeah, the biggest challenge, getting the comedians on board. Um, and so far, it's going well. You know, Chris has networked amazingly with the help from you, Simon, and the Comedy Collective and, and others as well. Could I? Well, yeah. you know... Um, but yeah, I think that is it. I mean, like you say, the landlords, but like the, they're always on board. They're excited as soon as we approach them about this. Um, it's a great place to, to, to hold to hold this fringe as well. And yeah, I mean, there is there has been challenges, and I'm sure there's going to be more to come. I mean, we're six months into planning it, and there's another six months left. And I suppose the hardest part now is allocating, making sure people are actually going to turn up, which is going to be difficult managing everyone for three days. But our team's going to get a bit bigger as well, isn't it? So hopefully the help will be there and uh, sorry, you're say <laughs> and uh, in terms of show criteria and stuff then so so like you said you're you're aiming for comedians who are working towards edinburgh is that what, like sort of sort of so you see yourself as and this is not in a disparaging way yeah. sort of the first step the sort of not i don't want to say bottom rung of the ladder but the first step towards someone who maybe wants to start going around to other festivals with a show we we did it for two for two types of comedian really and we did it and that we specifically picked that date because of the fact that it's after the brighton fringe and geographically they're quite close brighton hastings like 38 40 miles mm. and we've got quite a lot of number of brighton comedians that are going to do brighton then come to Hastings in June, so May, June, and then July, whatever they're going to do, and then August up in up in Edinburgh. And a lot of them say that's a really nice little stopgap. Mm. So if there is a, a festival out there that's going in July, you can probably you could probably jump in there and nick that calendar spot from um, from yeah, and so you could ride that that train really of of May, June, July, and Edinburgh finishes your stop up in August. So. Yeah, um, I think we've got about forty. Edinburgh Fringe preview show so far yeah which is it's amazing really to think that that's going to be happening in Hastings um, so yeah it's kind of like like Chris said it, it is it is like the comedy comedic season in a way isn't it Brighton Hastings up to Edinburgh um, and that you know they can preview preview them shows in front of a, a good crowd Hastings will have a good crowd you know we, people that actually do appreciate comedy and uh, yeah it's really important to us I think to get that across Brighton is perfectly timed between it being freezing for winter and it being hot for summer, so beach weather essentially. Edinburgh is perfectly timed for after summer. Generally speaking, it's not the hottest it is every year, but it's you know good enough that most people can go out and stuff. What would be your, should we say, retort for someone who would be like, well, it's a great time to do it because it's between those two things, but summer weather means... I want to go out and sunbathe. I don't know if there's sunbathing in Hastings, well, but I want to go and yeah. I want to go and have a barbecue rather than watch comedy. That's true. I mean, you have to take a gamble. I think with with any sort of thing, you're going to start up with a business mm. idea. I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm pointing this map again, but the beach between this venue is about it's about 200 yards from the beach to that street. So people are going to be out regardless of there's comedy or not. But the uh, the fact that that kind of specific, specific area attracts a large number of people um i mean it's gonna it's june it's gonna it's gonna be hot i mean people i'd rather if it is in the winter i mean a lot of um, when you come out in the winter and if it's like a, a festival in like 
December or January. I'm not sure if there is a festival in December. Is there festival in December? January. No, I think everyone's avoiding it because it's Jesus' birthday. <laughs> that gig on Jesus' birthday. That is. The oh no, that's the that's the best day. You get paid the most. You know, that's yeah. If you've got a corporate gig on Jesus' birthday, <laughs> that, that that's mate. I'd put that, I would put that on my CV. It's actually um, my son's birthday, Christmas Day as well. Is it really? Yeah. Would which you gig, would you gig in the same um, he doesn't gig. I don't gig. No, no. What, would you what if I did gig? No. That's a weird hypothetical. Would you take up stand up? Yeah. And then would you? And then would, would I you make, perform? Would I make Christmas Day busier by having a birthday and gigging? It's not that busy. All you do is you leave the house and leave them to it. Yeah, sure. That's what people do on my book. Put so loads of yeah. That's so, that's so rock and roll. Your, your son's birthday, you day and I go well. Open your presents. Like, Daddy's got a gig now. <laughs> Daddy's got to earn this bread for these presents. Like that's what that's com- that's, com- that's rock and roll. That's comedy. The only people that have gigs on Christmas Day is Santa and the Queen. <laughs> Brilliant. That's pretty much all they do all year. Um, okay, and what would you say is the most interesting thing you do that nobody ever gets to see? Ooh. In terms of the festival, don't be dirty. God, that was, <laughs> my, my mind literally flickered between many holidays then as you said right. that <laughs> and a lot of festivals music festivals um sorry say it again i've got my head, my head with so in relation to the hastings comedy festival mm. what is the most interesting thing you do that nobody ever gets to see Ooh. come on jake shows wise or mm. you have to you have to try and and uh, change that question, Simon. Because I can edit. I can edit this out. Basically, previous answers from promoters have been, you know, contact, contacting acts and trying to get them to RSVP to Facebook events and things like that because it helps get more exposure. Uh, I've had some reviewers say stuff like, you know, trying to research acts because they want to go and see the best shows in Edinburgh, but they don't want to waste anyone's time, so they don't want to, you know, they want to look up people on social media. So it's stuff that they're doing that you would never normally hear about, or like. Um, PRs and stuff are talking about uh, sort of trying to pick the right font for certain like it's such a specific thing but it's something it's, it's, that's more about your personality and what you're interested oh, in so it's not a businessy type question it's just generally trying to get something out of you that you do that you're proud of that nobody ever really would see that's all getting edited go <laughs> thanks yeah back to where we were I think um, I think what, what, what quite excited me about this fringe is I think that the, the Edinburgh couldn't be a further away from Hastings if it tried and the fact that quite a lot of the locals are saying that they're going to be able to see Edinburgh preview shows um, in their hometown without going to Edinburgh. I'm, I'm not taking it away from how busy Edinburgh is, but for people who are going, do you know what? I've had people that have said to me, I've never seen live comedy, and that the first live comedy they're going to see is probably going to be a, a sh- an Edinburgh preview show at Hastings Fringe, and they've stuck that in their calendar, and they're quite excited about that. You know, mm-hmm. to think that they're going to go, do you know what? I've heard about all these Edinburgh preview shows, and, and I'm now going to probably go see one for the first time. And I think that's quite unique yeah. as well to, to the, and to our town, to me. Do, does that not worry you though? If someone's never been to comedy before and they don't know how to act in a gig or they don't know, uh, yeah, I've, I've done gigs that people have been wandering through and thought it was a different type of function and they're actually listening to comedy um or walked out <laughs> it's like um but yeah i think always oh, 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 it can go either way it can be they can actually just that'll kick start their love of comedy knowing that the first uh, show they ever saw was a blinder and that's and now they've gone do you know what i'm gonna go up to edinburgh next year because i've just seen edinburgh preview show um or inspire them as well if they're like if that, that bull guy can do it i can do it you know? Yeah, if, he, if if that guy on there can get up there and do and write a show for Edinburgh, then I can do it, and that's what you know. If people are going to come see that, yeah, we we definitely need more competition on circuits. That's I think you're doing yeah. it. more. <laughs> if you're out there and you're looking to get into comedy, do it because we are running scarce on 
jokes about Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tinder. Come? I yeah. really love Tinder. I hate Tinder. You know, you know <laughs> I've got Tinder finger. Yeah, I've, tin- I've swiped RSI. so many times. I, li- li- I can't even pick this cup up. No. I, I please, please don't do that because if water goes all over this <laughs> No, there's nothing in there, but I could, okay. sw- I could swipe. Really I could swipe this cup off the table. <laughs> That's amazing. I, no, I hate Tinder. I just, I, jo- I joined it briefly to see, and I, and I used to go to gigs and put it at one mile and see how many comedians it would match me with. And you know what I mean? Because you'd swipe, and then all of a sudden you'd, you'd be looking at the mutual friends, yeah. not the person, and you just go, oh, stop. Hey, d- hey, you're on yeah. Tinder, are you, for my friend? Uh, exactly. <laughs> a lot I, of fun. I used to uh, so swap on Tinder, know we're mutual friends, go onto their Facebook, and Adam's a friend. Uh, see, I've, I've thought about doing that, but then I thought that is a level of creepy that I'm not Ma- willing to go it. to. Yeah. I, Jake has told me a number of times that I'm probably the creepiest person you know. That, not really. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. resource, just resource. After the fifth or sixth time, have you not thought of... <laughs> <laughs> he says not really, but it is true. He is the creepiest man I've ever met. There is, you know, it, 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 we won't go into it. But um. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Wow, I'm being, I'm being railroaded here. This is the third yeah. podcast of the day for me, and it, and in every podcast I've said, that's what she said, there's something someone said, <laughs> and I've lost all respect for myself. Oh, so someone's going to listen to it three in a row and go, do you know what? He said that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good that you actually pulled yourself up. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise someone might be like, I've yeah. said that three times. So it's only line he's got. Yeah. What she yeah. said. <laughs> it's becoming his catchphrase. That <laughs> should be the name of your podcast. Yeah. Or his that's next show. Yeah, Simon Kane, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Really it's, good. It's not what she She said, go away. It's got dark, didn't it? Yeah. Well, let's let's move back on. He's like, what? It's his tears now. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just just swiping the tears. Swiping my tears away. Um, <laughs> what Sorry, mistakes or lessons have you learned from trying to start a festival that you would pass on to anyone who wants to start one in Bobmington? Uh, I think mistakes we made. I think you're going to need some equipment and some good equipment. I mean, uh, the equipment I've got from when I do. Um, I put on my own productions and stuff and I wanted to get some cables and a decent mic and they're not cheap and when you've got 10 venues some of them have got equipment and not good mics and none of them have got like decent cables for for, for kind of comedy and stand up really or decent mics um, so I think if you're going to go into make sure you can get equipment or you can buy equipment for venues that haven't got it um, that's kind of the most, we've got that now mm. we've, we've got that now but early on we may have include that into the charge and then split that by how venues you've got rather than just the printing and marketing mm. so I, I would say if you're going to because most venues will charge 100 120 pound for a band on a weekend mm. so you're putting in three or four or five comedians why not charge the same one if not more and that way you can have a collective amount of money and then you split that by how many venues you've got and then approach them and say look this is the figure we've got for everything marketing brochures um equipment and then it's going to be this figure and then they pay it you go you go and buy it all and then, then you're good to go um so that's the mistake that i think we first made we we're so in, in fringe in china not we, we didn't want the venue to say no so if we came with a figure and say look we're going to need four five hundred pounds mm-hmm. and they say we can't afford that we do as a venue and then we, we needed and we needed you can't just do a fringe of one venue it's just mm-hmm. a show isn't it you know yeah. so we needed to get uh, 10 venues as a, as a minimum really didn't we um, and then uh, maybe, maybe the figure was a bit low that we asked them and but they're all in board so maybe next year they realise how much it good mm. how good it was and then we can say look guys it's now this price and they'll probably go do you know what? We'll, we'll pay that and we'll probably keep testing that water until it gets like year 20 when they're like why is it 15 grand a show you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and you know it's what every performer saying in Edinburgh. It's always difficult with money, though, isn't it? You know, when you're asking someone for money, I mean, I think that was probably the toughest thing for me 
to be honest, working out a figure and approaching people and saying, do you want to pay, give us this money to do this? Um, yeah, apart, apart from that, though, I don't know, really. It's, it's Comedians that have gone to Edinburgh and I've said to them, it's £10, they've just sent it me like a minute later. I've got you take it, because the financial difference between probably between Edinburgh and a £10 note. So what is, uh, what is the registration fee for Edinburgh? Um, well, it depends on the, the company you go with, but uh, essentially the brochure costs £300 to register into, mm-hmm. and that's the early bird special. Uh, your venue, my venue last year, cost me three hundred for the room for the month, but that's for twenty six. Oh, that's for twenty six okay. shows. So if you work it out, twenty six shows, three hundred. You're looking at uh, what's that? That's fifteen pound, about yeah. fifteen quid. It's about the same, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Really, but you have to buy. You know, you wouldn't go up to Edinburgh to do one thing. Whereas, well, it depends on where you're coming from, the country. So for me, to London to Hastings to go down for two days and then come back is viable. Whereas to go to Edinburgh for two days is not really. I might be able to do Manchester or something, but Edinburgh's too far for me to do that. I couldn't do, I, that's why I don't understand about Glasgow. A lot of people do like one show in Glasgow, but I, I'm like. From London? Uh, well, I don't. I've not met anyone that's done it, but mm. I've seen London comedians on Glasgow Bills, and mm. I'm assuming they're doing other gigs when they're there. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I, I just can't afford to go to. Unless it's like directly after Edinburgh and I can go across or something, mm. but. I mean, what's your view on the £10 registration fee? Is that, is that something that is just really appealing to you as like a working comedian and, pe- and comedians that you know? Because it is just, it's just a tenner, you know, just to register and perform and get your name out there. And, yeah, you know. when, you, when, you, well, when Chris said it was a tenner, I did ask again because I was a bit confused as to how that is viable at your end. Okay. And I did want to make sure you guys were eating because it maybe did, that's it, our mistake well no but, well here's, here's the thing like so it. so you it's not I, th- I think the thing that stood out for me is it's not just 10 pound it's 10 pound per, per performer not per show mm. so yeah. i'm now doing my work in progress for my new show as well as my old show my old show my my, my show from last year yeah. for 10 pounds so it's yeah. five pound a show essentially for me i'm sure there's a limit on it i'm sure you couldn't do 10 shows over the four days and you know what i mean it, it, there is a limit to how many shows you can do mm. but if you're someone, I think uh, my friend Aiden, he's doing Aiden Goatler, he's doing yeah. ten films with his dad as well as uh, Mr. No, he's I doing think Mr. he's doing Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah and um, the retail one as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Mr. Retail. Yeah, yeah. So so for some, so for people like me and him who have got a show and we're working on another show, it's great because it means we can come down, do our well for me anyway. I can do my solid show. Hopefully people will like that, and I can say I'm back here tomorrow night, or I'm across yeah. the road tomorrow night, and that. So that's why I like the ten pound fee, yeah. and also. I hate having to write up my own fringe reports, and as a result, uh, if you take a look at my website, I write, I, I copy out everything that I've paid for and stuff. And to know it's just a tenner yeah. is the shortest fringe report I've ever had to do. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. <laughs> it's appealing. And, and, and that's probably why we've got such a large amount of. Uh, if, if we can remember a figure that was a bit higher, because we wanted to make some money out of it, a lot of comedians might think, "Hang on a minute, uh, no." So for us, for, for a tenner, it means we could we could have a, a good colour brochure for that um, and, and get it and get, and get a large quantity of numbers out so without kind of if it was for free it might, might people might not apply because it's kind of like well it's for free what, how, what kind of quality is it going to be like you, where, you, where are you going to put me so we, and, and for three days you can't do what's the point charging someone 50, 60, 70 quid if you only want to do one or two shows mm. when it gets to a stage where it's going to go on for two weeks when it goes on for like two weeks I think the most it would ever go up to would be thirty pounds. I think, mm. it, and that would be a, a limit. And that means you could do, you could do two weeks, or yeah, you could do, you could do like ten shows or whatever. Um, yeah, and I think that, that kind of be that would be the cap for a while. Otherwise, mm. it just gets a bit like 
people want it and, it, and a lot of if you've got a lot of calendars and you're paying you know 400 for that and you're paying well, you know, 100 and something for you know for, mm. for, for Brighton and you're paying and petrol and you, it adds up yeah. to, a, to a lot of money if I do a gig I did a gig on the Isle of Wight um, and it cost me like 25 pound in fuel and like 20 pound on ferry you know and and then I was like oh but I did a 20 minute gig and for me I was thinking if, if I had to do that a lot it kind of put me off applying really so we kept it as low as possible to keep as many comedians applying just to keep the budget low just to be friendly to comedians really because it's quite a harsh reality of and we're not in it we're not in it for the money at all are we well I am no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm not in it for the money because it's, it's, if it's free it's free to come watch mm. and it's practically free to register so there's no way in it we, we want to make money out of it we just want to get a really good fringe and then do a closing party a closing show um, all comedians are invited to a free closing show and then we'll, we'll go from there and we'll, we'll plan the next fringe the very next day I think something you missed out plugging as it were was when you were telling me that there are B&Bs and hotels and stuff that are helping or helping you guys help comedians yeah. who need to stay there yeah. and that really appealed for me as well yeah. I mean that's not including the tenor so I should yeah. say <laughs> I should say that would be if you could do that next year guys yeah. Yeah. We, that'd be golden I've got a floor you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I've got, got a couple of that floors that is included in the tenor so, um, <laughs> yeah I think we, we spoke to some um uh, hotels there's loads of hotels in Hastings and they're all fighting for e- they're all fighting for each other there's lots of B&Bs and, and outhouses and sheds and we, and we approached some of them and said we're going to have a large a number of comedians coming down a large number very good comedians yeah, um, very, very that's good. what she said yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, a lo- and a large number of po- possibly people coming down outside of town they're going to stay for the three days if if someone gives you a, a code code we haven't made up yet it could be something like you know comedy fringe 15 or 16 whatever that's not it just uh, to verify <laughs> that's yeah. not it don't use that it's uh <laughs> and uh and would you be able to get a reduced rate on a room mm-hmm. so if it, if the room was like 50 pounds they might say it's gonna be 25 30 quid for the for mm-hmm. the room for the night um you can't all stay in my house um because um yeah it's just not practical or uh, <laughs> <laughs> or ethical, really. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I sleep like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jenga. Yeah, that'd be such a fun Simon Kane Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I place him on top of this comedic pile of wood. Oh, I'd like that. I'd like to be the top of the comedic, but then not for very long because you put two more yeah. up, and then all of a yeah. sudden I'm next to. And I pull out a bad comedian, and the whole thing would just fall down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. As a hypothetical way of uh, the fringe is Jenga comedy Jenga. Not, not that you would have a bad comedian in the Jenga game oh, no, or no. in the. Fifth. No, they're all very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. If you're already if you're already um, doing the fringe, you're very good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've seen you. We've seen you. We've watched all of your YouTube clips. You're very good. Yeah, I think that's actually been quite fun watching the YouTube clips. um, Someone, someone registered like, oh, who's this? Boom, let's get on YouTube, and you know, and then laughing and Mm. thinking they're going to be performing at our fringe. You know, this is amazing. which I suppose is going back to an earlier question about what people don't see that we do is all all that type of thing, you know, like reviewing these comedians in a way, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? Um, not that we've had a bad comedian or not. That we've, had a cu- we've had a couple. We're a couple, yeah. We've um, had a couple. You, can't, you I, statistically I can't have 100% good comedian. Who was no. the... W- no. no. <laughs> I tried to submit in two videos on Secret to Jake and he said, you can't, you no. Know. Yeah. And I was like, that's me. And he's like, oh, is it? No, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it's, um, it, my video's quite good. On YouTube. If, if, you, if, if you had, if, you, if, if, if there was someone listening to this who was on the fence still, why? But if they were still on the fence still and they were like, I've, I haven't, maybe, maybe I haven't got a show. You know, it could be someone that hasn't got a show. It could be someone that's preparing for a show. It could be someone that lives 
you know, sort of nearer Edinburgh than Hastings, and so it's like, oh, it's a tenner, mm. but we're still not sure. What would you? What would be your one thing you want to say to them to try and get them um, to come down, people or at of, least apply? People of Bobbington, if you are sitting, on, <laughs> if you are sitting on the fence, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's unique. If you haven't got an hour and you've got fifteen minutes, you've got twenty minutes, you've got half an hour. We're 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 going to utilise that. So we're not going to say we're not going to say to people if you've got half an hour if to to apply for this thing, we've got to push you for an hour. Um, and just, I mean, that's too fair. I haven't got an hour, but I'm writing a show. So if you feel like you still got some answer questions, you can always email us. We'll email at the end if you feel like you've you've got a bit of material. We've got a competition. Uh, we've got two a newcomers venue. So there's a bit for everyone, really. There's a bit for you're not gonna, you're not going to be you're not going to be. If you tell us on the application form, it clearly says newcomer, late night, general stand up, etc., etc. So if you tick the word newcomer, you're not going to be sandwiched between two. 2000 gig pros right because I, I will make sure that won't happen so if you if you say to me I've been the gigging experience is 8 months you've done 25 gigs uh, and you're a newcomer I'll sandwich you between people that I think you're gonna that's gonna make you rather than I would get swanned out if I was between two prof- professionals so I wouldn't like that and I think coming from a comedian saying that what would what would I like and if, if I wouldn't like that I wouldn't put another comedian in that position so um, if you are a newcomer I think this is probably the perfect fringe to start off at because you get you get the fun of designing a poster I mean I, I'm actually looking forward to designing a poster for my show Serial for Dinner um, and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to having a poster for a half hour show it's going to be up in a, in a, in a venue somewhere uh, that people are going to come see so if you want a poster and you've never had one before and you've never designed a flyer and you've always picked up a flyer and gone do you know what I really want a flyer for me you know and you've gone but I haven't got an hour show get get a 20 minutes get a half hour show design a poster design a flyer register send it over to us come down and have some fun mm. yeah I think if you are sitting on the fence I mean just go for it we support you we encourage you like Chris said this you know this is the first time we've done this we're probably as nervous as you um just get out and do that if you think you're funny come down we'll book you in you know come down to the beach enjoy the sunshine enjoy the new the new 50p coins that we'll be be distributed (laughs) but no honestly just just like i said we will encourage you and support you the best that we can um yeah just just register please please register for the people of bobminton um please register as well (laughs) <laughs> well, well thank you well, well thank you very much for coming on thank you guys. no wicked it's been like a, th- a two hour train ride and you fell asleep I filmed him falling asleep I will, uh, yeah. I will upload that onto the Facebook page it was horrific and um, so got yeah, a big snorer massive the whole train was going to vacate uh, in my defence I am getting on a bit and I do <laughs> enjoy my power naps I saw an opportunity somewhere between Tunbridge and Tunbridge Wells and I took it <laughs> who power naps who, who power naps just so postponed. <laughs> it's a busy world it's a busy world man you know you've got to take your power naps time is money and naps are good exactly exactly thank you uh, for inviting us to come down and I've had a, a blast and yes. I look forward to seeing your show I hope people come down and see Buddhism it. and Cats Buddhism and Buddhism Cats, and cats yeah. cereal for dinner yeah. Yeah. come down um, <laughs> like the Facebook page Hastings Comedy Fringe Festival come down get a Jake, you're pulling a mic from my face. <laughs> even even if you're not coming this year, like the Facebook page, because then you can keep on track of yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, you know. and I think um, every uh, every poster that gets sent to us digitally will be, will get put onto the Facebook page, so people can say, "Oh, look at this guy; he's playing there." So we'll mm. we'll publicize every act. And if you send us a video, if you if you want to do a, a, a 30, 40 second video clip uh, of your show, we'll upload that as well. So it'll be literally be like a, a stream full of videos mm. and pictures of the comedians, so as well as informed, you know, places. Yeah. Awesome. 
Should we just get the dates over again? And yeah, so it's the uh, Thursday, the twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth of June this year. Twenty sixth, just because it's obviously going to live up there for a two thousand. So. Yeah, I could say oh, next yeah. year, but it's two thousand and sixteen. No, Post Christmas now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Because saying, oh, we've got a fringe this year, and last mm. year was going, oh, it's next year, but now it's in January. <laughs> it's this year, so yeah. Um, any questions or queries? It's uh, HastingsFringe at yahoo.com Right. Well, thank you very much for coming. Thanks, Simon. I love no you. No worries. Love you too. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. <laughs> that was Chris and Jake. I really enjoyed chatting to them. They seem really earnest and really like they have a lot of motivation and drive to get the festival off the ground and running. And I think they're in it for good reasons as well, which is always a very apparent thing when you start talking to anyone in this industry so will they pull it off i don't know we'll find out in june i hope so i'm doing my show buddhism and cats down there as well as my work in progress so human in progress so if you would like to go and see any of those please go on my website and you can find the dates i'm doing them at the hastings fringe alternatively if you're in london anytime soon i say anytime soon specifically on the 26th of jan 2016 please do come and see me at the Comedy Cafe Theatre. I'm doing my 2015 Edinburgh show, Buddhism and Cats, for free at the Comedy Cafe. So if you can come down, that'd be great. Please do come say hi if you came down from the podcast. I'd really love to meet more of the listeners. Uh, if you can't do that, other ways you can support me and this project is you can give a one-off donation via PayPal on my website, or you can become a Patreon and sponsor the podcast for as little as $1 an episode. That's 80p, roughly. Uh, every penny helps so so anything you can offer would really help out please don't feel like your donation isn't big enough or just don't worry about it because every penny helps because this is a project that runs on donations it runs on the community and if you can't if you can't donate and you can't do anything like that just join the facebook group and take part in the community and the conversations around these podcasts and ask future guest questions thank you very much for listening thank you very much for sharing thank you very much for donating and i will see you in about a week bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.